Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome to the Insomnia Project. Sit back, relax, and listen as we have a calm conversation about something that's inordinary, something that's, uh, you know, gentle, shall we say. Thank you for joining us. I'm your host, Marco Timpano. I'm Amanda Barker. Here I am. Amanda, how are you doing today? I'm okay. I, uh, I've been searching through some Facebook groups that oh. I belong to and discovering some things. Like what have you discovered? Anything uh, well, that you can I share with us today? I mean, I sure, yeah. I've discovered that... I have a lot of Facebook groups that are aimed toward retirement, and I think that's weird because it's not a word that I love. I see. I didn't. I didn't realize you had a lot of Facebook uh, groups. Me neither were... until this morning. Okay. I'm not sure how it happened. Sure. Algorithms being what they are, you know. I think it's because I I'm in a phase right now where I'm listening to a lot of financial books. I see. I am a Virgo, mm-hmm. <laughs> and the reason I say this is because Virgos are known for their organizational methods and to be analytical. So growing up, I was a creative spirit. I think I still am. And because of that, I was told and was dis- that I was disorganized. I see. So I, I was see. very disorganized. Like I couldn't. I was the kid that could ne- was always staying in to clean her room, and yet it never got cleaned. I see. You know, I was that kid. So what's interesting for me, and I think the first time I, I'm sure it's happened prior to this, but you and I, well, we've just had a wedding anniversary. That's right. We thir- have. 13 years. 13. Lace. Lace. Oh, Lace. Oh, my gosh. I haven't given you your gift. It's Okay. It's been Did, days now. I thought you lost it somewhere in the home. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'll look for it this morning. See, there we go. So disorganized. It's I mean, to put it somewhere very special. No idea where that is. Our house is not that big, dear it, friends. It's really not that big. So there's not a lot of places that it can... Live? Live. I know how that can happen. I, I've lost you know, um, Mm -hmm. gift certificates in Mm -hmm. the house where it's like someone's given us gift certificates. I'm like, oh, put this away when we're going to actually use them. And we used a gift certificate this week that I found. Right. That did, I don't know if it ever really was officially missing in this house, but it wasn't located for a few years. Yeah, it it had gone. It had come and gone. It had come and gone. And it came back again and we used it this week. It's amazing how that sometimes happens and all of a sudden it's like, oh, there it is. I've been looking mm. for that for so long. And we can talk about that too. We, sure. went, we went to a spa. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a gift certificate I received for my birthday five years ago, maybe, for a pretty well-known spa about an hour or so, hour and a half north 
about two hours north of the city. And uh, we had a good time. We had a great time. It's one of those spas where there's like the cold plunge pool mm. and the heated pools and different types of saunas. There's the sauna, the wet sauna that has like aromas. I think it was mm-hmm. eucalyptus was the aroma in that particular sauna. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Areas where you could lay and read or sit and read. That actually was my favorite part, I think. I think so too. And it's in a forested area. Yeah, so you could, nice. what do they call it? For- forest bathing. Forest bathing. Yeah, the Japanese art of forest bathing. There's oh, lots of signs. I didn't know it was a Japanese art. Yeah. What, what, so tell me what you know about forest bathing. Well, uh, I think it's called Shinrin-yoku. So Shinrin meaning forest and Yoko meaning bath. So uh, it's the idea of bathing ourselves in the forest, taking it through our senses. I didn't know this. So you just walk around the forest and just kind of admire your surroundings and that's... Well, part of the ideal ideology around it is opening our senses. So being in the forest with your hearing, your sight, your taste, your smell, Mm -hmm. your touch, allowing yourself to open up in all of those five ways um, is really important. uh, And it's a, it's part of, um, it's a concept anyway, in Japanese culture. Sure. I don't want to say it's the most popular thing in Japanese culture, but it's something that people certainly have latched on to in the last 10 years as being a thing that originates within a Japanese ideology. We have dear friends who get up early every week, if not every day, and part of their day is spent forest bathing. Uh, yeah. And, and uh, we did not forest bathe at the spa. Well, I think we did, though. We did? We did. We sat in... I would argue that we did. We sat in, because part of it isn't just like taking a walk through the forest, although that can be sure. an example, but we we sat on chairs a few times and looked out at the forest. There was a little pond Oh, there. that's right. That's right. That would be considered forest bathing. Oh, I thought, I thought you had to actually like walk in the forest to bathe in it. No, I don't think so. I mean, we were in the forest and looking at it. But we were in the spa looking at the forest. So I don't know if well, that's... the sign said that that's what we were doing. Okay. So we'll, we'll, we'll take the sign at its face value. Yeah. <laughs> and, and But and that sh- was my favorite part was actually just... Um, the thing about the spa that I really loved is they made us put our phones away. So yes. it was a no technology zone. We're all in robes. I think a lot of spas are like this. Sure. And so when you're sitting, you know, looking at a forest, at a pond, at we were looking at blue jays and orioles flying around. That's right. You know, there is a real unfolding that happens, a real unwinding mm-hmm. of your brain. That happens because you are not distracting yourself with any technology or anything other than your own thoughts. It's a real meditation. Sure. It certainly unfurls a lot of, um, you know, things that you might be holding on to when you're, when you're submerged in water and letting the waterfall hit you in the back. Mm-hmm. That's then, actual bathing, not forest bathing. Right, But right. we were bathing in a forest, so maybe that counts. Listen, if you can find... A waterfall in a forest to hit your back. I say go, go, go make the forest your bathtub. Hey, what waterfalls have you been to in the world? 
Niagara Falls, clearly, because okay, it's yeah. very close. I, I was thinking of ones you can swim in and let the falls hit your back. I would not recommend doing that there. No, no. Well, I, they're majestic, though. It's true. Everyone needs to go to Niagara Falls, preferably. Sorry, I, had, I do have a bias. The Canadian side is more spectacular. There you go. That Write your letters to Amanda Barker if you have the, I've been to both. The mm-hmm. American side is nice too, mm-hmm. but it's like the little cousin of the Canadian. Right, because ours is more of a horseshoe. Uh, it's majestic. Uh, the most recent waterfalls I've been to were the waterfalls that, if anyone remembers the original series, Fantasy Island. Mm-hmm. At the very start of the show, a plane sort of dr- drives or flies near a waterfall. Mm-hmm. And we were in Oahu and in Hawaii, and mm-hmm. there were signs that said the Fantasy Island Falls. That's so true. We, we were there, yeah. We, we drove to see them. So those were the most recent that I've seen, but I've never had the opportunity to bathe really in a river with the falls hitting me. So there's a few. There used to be one near um, my house in New Brunswick that we used to climb and go to. I don't remember the name of it, but it was really close, and we would go to the top and go to the bottom. It was quite a big waterfall. Too. Oh, wow. It was beautiful, yeah. And, and if we were feeling adventurous, we would jump into the water. Um, although I only think we did that once. But uh, more famous falls, um, Ocho Rios in Jamaica, very sure. famous waterfall there, beautiful cascading falls there. And people routinely climb up it, but you can just sort of swim at the base as well. I always see pictures of people like holding hands. Climbing. I wouldn't recommend that. Sure. And that is what they do. Cruise ship passengers uh, every week do that. I used to watch them every week because I was uh, working on the ship. But I've I've climbed it in my own time. A friend mm-hmm. of mine back in the day, Catherine, she and I just climbed the falls, took lots of pictures, had a great time. I guess you could consider that waterfall bathing. Yeah, for sure. Nature's shower. So you've never been to one where you an actual waterfall where you swam at the base we have to make that happen no only in like you know how some pools have that mm-hmm. as a feature sure as a water feature that's the only time i've ever really done that yeah yeah we have a, a, some friends i think that one of their pools they have beautiful pools yeah and beautiful homes and uh i feel like they had one that had that i think i think so Anyway. I can't. I can't recall. Anyways, <laughs> anyway. um, yeah. So, so I haven't been to many falls. Like I, I haven't been to Victoria Falls in Africa, or mm-hmm. you know, other spectacular falls. And what's funny is, there is a drive near us on the way to Hamilton, mm-hmm. which is a city about an hour and twenty minutes away from us. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a drive that takes you to many falls. Well, we why should, don't we do that? We should do that. Maybe this weekend. Maybe. Might be a great idea, actually. On Saturday, maybe. Yeah. And then there's that um, butter tart store that we can go to. I see a, I see a trip. We'll hike the falls. Yes. And uh, the butter tart will be our Canadian reward. Yes. Yeah, I'm trying to think of other falls. I've been to Puerto Rico. Okay. There's a nice one outside of San Juan that, that I remember going to. Um, yeah. what, what makes the falls, what makes falls impressive to you? Is it the amount of water? Is it the height? Could it be the color of the water? I think the all sp- of these things. The splash quotient on the way down. Splash quotient. Yeah, yeah. Like how important is the backsplash from the falls hitting its surface, whether it be water 
or rock for you? Well, I think one of the things you have to understand about a waterfall is that it really, the time of year that you visit it is going to determine the amount of splash ratio to pool. Because generally speaking, I mean, I think there was one, a little tiny one at, behind my house in New Brunswick even. How many the, falls were you close to? When a you're lot. In, okay. Remember, I was an hour from Grand Falls, which is a very big falls. That's the name of the town. It's Grand Falls. New Brunswick. I've been there with you. Mm-hmm. But there are many, many others in the woods. And behind our house, there was a little one, like a little sort of stream. Okay. More of a stream and a pool. But if you go in May, then it's going to be quite a bit because of the runoff and the snow and all of that. And then if you go at the end of the summer, some of these majestic falls can be much lower down to a trickle. So it really does depend if they're not you know, artificially made, like with a dam, which many falls are. So it really does depend on um, the time of year, I think, at least in this country. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say, are you, are you making that assumption because we live in a country where the weather affects the rate of waterfall? I would say no, because I've been to falls in Bali as well, um, in Indonesia, and that uh, falls in general, if Mm -hmm. they're coming from a freshwater source, fresh water in general, it really does depend on the time of the year because if it is the rainy season, so we have snow that melts and that creates a big fall in Canada, most parts, but the rainy season anywhere is going to do much the same thing. And then of course, a drier season in the fall, generally speaking, or well, in Asia, the rainy season is the fall. So it it does depend, but I think you have to look seasonally at how much water there is because that's going to determine it, right? Mm -hmm. But my question was still what impresses you or what do you value in a waterfall? I like swimming in a waterfall. I see. Okay. I like when there's little fish oh. in the waterfall. That's fun for me. Mm-hmm. Um, does it matter if it's secluded or not for you or, or does that Yeah, matter? I think more secluded is more magical, right? Right. I do think there's something to be said about hiking a long way to find a natural phenomenon. Sure. Remember when we hiked for two hours to find the green beach in Hawaii? On the Big Island? I do. And I was grateful that we took a, a Jeep back. Yeah, me too. A Jeep driven by a girl who was watching Netflix on a cracked um, iPad. And she was watching Working Moms, which is a show shot here where a lot of we have fr- a lot of friends in it. So we both had to laugh at that. But um, yeah, yeah. I think, uh, I think having to hike to something, having no public access to something, not to say that you should go places that are, you know, sectioned off, um, but that makes a difference. Remember Allura Gorge? We went there last summer. That's right. Yes. Yeah. And there's, I think there's falls there. Uh, there was definitely moving water. So yeah, I imagine there the was... gorge, I think is like a low, that's more like an Ocho Rios kind of falls. I see. That was the first gorge I've ever been to. Do we know the definition of gorge? Gorge is, I, I think I looked it up. I feel like we actually talked about it we on, probably the, on did, the podcast yeah. and I looked it up. Yeah. But it's kind of like a little valley or something like a. I don't know how we got on waterfalls today. I guess because we were talking about forest bathing mm-hmm. and the waterfalls at, uh, at the spa. But uh, yeah, I mean, I we should maybe make a plan to go to some more waterfalls and make that our a new, that's a good resolution for yeah. summer. Yeah, we'll do that for sure. That sounds like fun. I was making plans with 
a friend of mine who's an architect, mm-hmm. and I think we're going to drive to New to Buffalo, New York, where there's a lot of Frank Lloyd Wright houses. I would or, love to go. Or Franklin know. Franklin Lloyd Wright, as I like to call right. them. And we're going to go see some but of those homes. that's a boys trip I'm not allowed on, right? Well, uh, maybe. It's okay. You can maybe. go without me. We'll see. We'll see. That was a plan we were making. Um, and... Uh, and and we'll see if it happens, but but I would really like that because I I do like going to a destination with a planned purpose, mm-hmm. so that you're like, okay, we're here this weekend to experience this. I remember one time uh, when I was in Rome. So I was I was in Rome for hmm, there was a I want to say for work, but I can't. I, anyways, I was in Rome and I was staying with a friend, mm-hmm. and I had been to Rome before, and Rome is wonderful, as you can imagine. Mm-hmm. But I didn't need to go see the sites that I had already seen, Colosseum, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Uh, so instead, I said, oh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to as many different fountains as I can. Oh, wow. Speaking of running water, sort of um, the city's waterfall, if you will. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, everyone knows the Trevi Fountain. Mm-hmm. Every uh, A lot of people know the, the fountains in the, you know, the the... Bernini fountains in the piazzas. And mm-hmm. I was, I, I was, I said to myself, I want to see as many as I can the unknown fountains, mm-hmm. the ones that don't have the same sort of prestige right. as, say, the Trevi fountain. And so I spent my days, just my day, my few days there, just wandering around, taking photos in front of fountains that I wouldn't have ordinarily seen. And oh, wow. in a way, I was city bathing, uh, just looking for those, <laughs> looking for those, uh, Monuments. Well, I believe in city bathing. I used to believe that a relaxing vacation just wasn't possible when you're visiting a city for three days. That that was that you know visiting a city for three days was the opposite of a relaxing vacation. But I've changed my mind on okay. that in the last few years. I really have learned about us and about myself that going to see the sights in a city it can be the most relaxing thing. And yes, even if you're walking and have a lot on your itinerary depending i think if you're open like you are with forest bathing sure if all five of your senses your touch your smell your taste your hearing your sight if all of that is open as you stroll through a new city new town new location then there's an adventure that can unfold for you if you're open to it i really do believe that and I think that going to a museum can be the most relaxing thing Um, or, you know, going, strolling down a busy street even can be the most relaxing thing. And the reason I say that is because it is taking you out of what you know and it's giving your routine, everyday brain that can be filled with tasks and errands and to-do lists and it's allowing you to park that and let it just sit. It's not going to hurt anyone where it is. Right. And allowing you to take a vacation from that and to just be open to absorbing yourself into something new, whatever is in front of you. So if it's a museum, which I love museums um, for this exact reason, then, you know, you might go into a Picasso exhibit. Yeah, at a gallery, like art bathe in a way. Art bathe, like yeah. you and I when we went to the Leonard Cohen exhibit. Sure. Or when I went to Frida Kahlo's house 10 years ago. Right. That was a very uh, immersive 
experience. And it you, was art bathing for sure. And you come out of that uh, gallery or museum feeling as though you've been rejuvenized mm-hmm. or refreshed or uh, with a wash of serenity. It almost can feel like you're your molecular structure has been reorganized in a way that you can see things differently or maybe for the next day or two at least experience things a little bit differently because you're seeing it through somebody else's eyes or through another culture's eyes. I think that's really important. So now, you know, when you and I planned our honeymoon, we're both travelers or we like to travel, I should say. Sure. Um, You know, it was a big decision because we were, and everyone said, you just want to relax. You want to relax. You want to relax. So we eventually booked two weeks, beautiful two weeks on a private Island an all inclusive place. And what I learned about myself in that trip, although I wouldn't take anything back, it was a beautiful time. But I realized that if we had gone to a country we'd never been to and driven around and had that experience, that's only exhausting if you're not into it. Right. You know, it's not exhausting if it's rejuvenating, if it's what you want to experience, see and do. Um, I mean, for me, the ultimate vacation is something where you get to do all of it because I love a beach too. Don't get me wrong. It should be noted that when Amanda does vacation, she always prefers to have a bath in her hotel room. Always. You are a bather. It's so f- I'm it's, a bather bather. You're you're a proper bather bather. I'm a forest bather. Mm-hmm. I'm a city bather. Mm-hmm. I'm an art bather. And I'm a water bather. So if we're gonna talk about if we're gonna end the podcast with you as a bather bather. Okay. What do you value in a bathtub? Your ideal bathtub, whether it be in a mm-hmm. hotel room, sure. in your home, in a destination, etc. All right. First things first, it's better if it's nice and clean. Well, yes. Okay. Let's assume. Okay. Uh, let's all just, clean. Let, let's okay. assume they're all clean. Depth. Okay. I'd like a good amount of depth. Sure. The more depth, the better. The ideal bathtub would go right up to my neck. Okay. And just surround my entire every ounce of skin other than my mouth okay with water over my head you know um so depth would be a big one smoothness oh smoothness is big because if you're going to be in it for a while you know you some i've been in a lot of bathtubs and some of the older metal ones that were built in the 60s and 70s they can wear over time and they're not as smooth sure a good porcelain usually will hold its integrity. Um, and then there's some that, that are more recent that are, I want to say they're plastic. I don't even know. Yeah, there's a lot of plastic tubs. Anyway, I'll, I'll do any of them. Like metal. a hard plastic, like a, like a fiberglass, I yeah, think is, exactly. is what I would call it. And I it. don't mind a metal tub either, but um, I've been in a wooden tub. Oh, you have? In Korea. Okay. Yeah, that, in the hotel room, there was a wooden tub. I was obsessed with it. Okay. Yeah. Um, it seemed to do the trick. It was fine. Yeah. So what great. about um, places ne- near you in the tub that you can place your your items that you bring in? I love it if I can put my feet up. I see. And sometimes if I make myself too hot, then I like to be able to swing my legs over for a little bit of relief. If okay. I'm like broiling, but I don't want to get out. Sure. Um, 
I do love a place where I can put some reading material. Reading in the bath or in the forest bath is uh, is a great joy. Sure. As I think we've, I'm sure I've talked about it here before. I notice you're not mentioning clawfoots or the aesthetics of the tub. It sounds like that's not as important that's to you. That's important for me as somebody who has a bathroom in their home, but... Or, you know, in my home, in my apartment, in years past. Actually, I don't think I've ever lived anywhere without a bathtub. No. The only place that I've lived without a bathtub for yes. any length of time anyway was um, the cruise ship. When you and I lived on the cruise okay. ship, there was a tiny little shower. And I would sit at the bottom of that shower. And pretend it was a bathtub. You can imagine how tiny it was because mm-hmm. it was a small room to begin with. And then the bathrooms are quite petite. Yeah, it's one of those kind of like corrugated plastic doors that you just kind of pull and you're standing there almost like Superman in a phone booth. Corrugated plastic? It was it, it's, a metal. It was a metal door. It was a folding door, yeah. Oh, it was a folding door. Okay, sorry. Yeah. You make it, I, I'm picturing like the kind of yellowed with the no, crack on the top. You know the ones that you pull and it kind of makes a concave uh, yeah, that's what back. I that's what I thought it was. Look I did some old photos. I don't remember. I think it was a metal door. Okay. I think everything in there was metal because remember the magnets would stick to everything. Sure. But in any event, I mean, it was basically an airport mm-hmm. bathroom with a tiny shower. Yeah. Be great if they had showers on airplanes. I'm sure some do. I think some do. Yeah, not ones that I pay for. But right. Fair enough. <laughs> not my hundred and six dollar special. So I could picture you in a bathtub. In the middle of a forest with a waterfall behind you. I'm not going to say that I wouldn't love that. Right. I have bathed outside a little bit, I think. Mm. I think. Um, you know, in olden days, the oldest people in the, the oldest person in the house would get the bath first. So they say. I don't know. Right. I went right. on some tour somewhere and they said that. And that the baby would be the last one. Like it would go by age. And that's where the expression, throw the baby out with the bathwater. Sure. So when you say olden days, what exactly does that mean in olden days? When I say olden days, I'm thinking like little house on the prairie. I'm thinking like 1800s. Okay. You know, and they churned butter. But that's a really North American. Perspective on things. Eurocentric North American perspective. So. I don't know yeah. what Eurocentric, because I'm sure in Europe, when they think olden days... They, they probably think, don't think 1800s. No, That's probably I'm sure more they, recent. <laughs> I think they think, uh, you know, this aqueduct was built in, right. you know, 10 BC or uh, yeah. AD kind of thing. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah, their timelines are a little bit different, but... Uh, that's my New England sensibility, I suppose. Fair enough. Well, listen, listeners, thank you for joining us today on our on our bath episode, bathing episode. I don't know, because I think if we've done episodes on baths, but Forest never. bathing. Forest art bathing. Art bathing. Art bathing. I love the idea of art bathing, actually. I'm going to really embrace that even more. I've never put it in those terms, but now that you and I have coined this magical phrase, mm-hmm. I'm going to invite more art bath, more art baths into my life. Sure. Uh, I would invite our listeners as well, go to your gallery or your museum and see if they have a membership that uh, is, is you know, something you might want to join. Because what we found is at our art gallery, if you join and become a member, it's actually less expensive to go, you know, more than once mm-hmm. in the year. And you can go and you can access your art bath anytime you want. Well, you and I have only used it. I think once or twice, and it expires next month, so we better uh, go bathe in some art. We're going to bathe in some art. Until next time, we hope you are able to listen, maybe get a bath in there, and sleep.